right, boss, what's up today? Hello and welcome to Messages and Methods. I am your host, Shelley Carney. I'm your co-host, Toby Yunus. Tonight, we'll be talking about podcasting trends that we can use to have exciting, spectacular results. If you are in your 50s or older, we've got something wonderful to share with you. Do you want to produce a live stream, podcast, and blog to quickly expand your brand and business? Or would you like to visit with us, tell us your story and share your message with the world? Experience Messages and Methods live stream podcast with Shelley Carney and Toby Yunus. Every week we come together to discuss topics related to encore entrepreneurs, content marketing, live streaming video podcasting, and blogging. We share stories, experiences, and knowledge to help others in their journey to creating a highly visible online presence. Subscribe today and become a part of our treasured community. Oh yeah, treasured community. Is it Anna Maria Olivia? What was her name? Uh, I don't remember. It's been um, a while. Either Anna or Anna or Vid Olivia. Vidnami. Yeah. Vidnami Anna. Okay, so uh, where do you want to go with this conversation, madam? So we're going to talk a little bit about um, podcasting. Well, actually, we're going to talk a lot about podcasting because a lot of people have an interest in it. They think, oh, you know, I'd like to do a podcast, um, but it seems like it's a lot of work or a lot of effort. I don't know if I could get guests to be on my show. I, You know, they have a lot of things to overcome. Right. So we want to talk about that. What are the things that we'd have to overcome? Uh, why people get started in podcasting and then quit and how to last, have longevity and uh, enjoyment of the process so that so that you have time to actually build up an audience and a viable presence online. So we spend a lot of time with people who are talking about podcasting or live streaming and or 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 both, right? Uh, and we have a set of recommendations that we make them. It's kind of a it's kind of a test that we give them that they have to check some boxes off of. And uh, one of the first questions we ask is, how much time are you willing to dedicate to this every week? Uh, because in order to be successful, at a minimum, you need to be either live streaming, podcasting, or both once a week. That kind of consistency is what your audience expects. Uh, some live streamers and podcasters go more often than that, and that's how it turns quickly into a business. But one of the things that you have to consider when you start this process is that it requires time and effort. And you have to find time and effort in your week to be able to do that. We've had conversation with folks who are uh, still raising families and are still employed and are still spending their weekends on soccer fields. You know, uh, you're not going to have that time. You're, you're not going to have that time, which is, makes it ideal for our encore entrepreneurs who are now 
uh, I don't like calling them empty nesters. That always sounded like we're happy to get rid of them, uh, but whose children have moved on uh, or out and uh, who or have- Or just they're old enough to take care of themselves now. Right. You know, uh, even or, the older teenagers. Or may have retired, may have already retired. So they have this kind of time on their hands. So that's one of the important considerations. And what we're going to talk about today, did you already tell them what the topic was? The one word topic? The one word? Yeah. Pod fade. Pod fade. Pod fade, a portmanteau of podcasting and fading into oblivion. <laughs> so, And one of the key elements of that is uh, whether or not you have the time to do it. So we're going to talk about that for a while. But we do have some slides that we want to work from today because there were some bullet points uh, that we think are important to the conversation. So let me set that up. And you want to? I want to what? Open up the chat part. So oh, you do because we have chatter, comments. Yeah. Chatters? Sean Martinez says, good evening, Sean. Nice to see you again, Sean. How are you doing? Yeah, I think you would be awesome at podcasting. podcasting. You'd, have a great, uh, you'd have a great uh, uh, story to tell. That's right. Okay. So uh, let's do it this way. Let's you start kind of like we did that interview this morning. Mm -hmm. You start first and I'll do the follow-up. All right. I'll come so in at the... If you or someone you know is interested in podcasting, either you just really enjoy listening to podcasts and you think, you know, I would like to try this too. I have I have a topic that I want to talk about or explore or, you know, uh, turn into a community uh, idea. So if you're ready for that, then this is the show for you. So, uh, and topics can cover a broad variety of areas. For some people, it's uh, the art of the interview, and we can name a dozen very successful, or more than a dozen, very successful podcasters who are specialists in an area, uh, and they interview other uh, people. A good example is the podcast that, um, uh, oh, I forgot his name now, but, he, but he's a comedian, and he interviews comedians. Um, so he has an interest. It's his business, his, his avocation, what he's dedicated his life to. You're talking about Bill Burr? or I, I think I want Mark to say Maron Bill Burr. Or... <laughs> Mark Maron covers the territory. Yeah, he's not he, talking he, only he doesn't, to comedians. Yeah, he doesn't speak to comedians. Bill Burr speaks only to uh, comedians. That's what Bill Burr, not Barr. I confuse yeah. the two. It's Bill Burr. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you don't know who he is, watch the last couple of episodes in the, uh, in the uh, Mandalorian. He appeared in the Mandalorian. Did that audition and survived it, huh? Mm -hmm. That's got to be fun. So that's one area. Then it could be your interest or your hobbies, microscopy, astronomy, uh, drones. You know, you could you could do that. Uh, it could be uh, your expertise in a field, marketing or uh, business or psychology. Look at our friend, uh, Dr. Brown. He's uh, a, a retired uh, emergency medicine specialist and uh, a doctor and a former professor at University of New Mexico. So he's interviewing other specialists, other areas of, of a specialty in new medicine. We did uh, Monday show was a guy that uh, talked about neuroplasticity, how how you're how to maintain the plasticity of your uh, brain. Um, so the area that you can cover is a lot of different, there are a lot of different areas. And I'm going to suggest something to you. And uh, this is, I'm going to, about to, I'm about to offer you a freebie. And the freebie is if you're thinking about a live stream, a podcast, or what we recommend to everyone, a live stream to a podcast, um, 
call us or, or let us know that you want to talk to us. We'll give you an hour of our time and run you through the rigor of these questions so you can help yourself self-determine whether or not it's right for you. And we'll, that's a freebie uh, because we don't want you to experience what we're talking about today, which is pod fade. So. All right. And Sean says, Joe Rogan. Absolutely. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Number one podcaster. Yeah. We, we've got some examples that we're going to share with you uh, tonight. Uh, and he's one of the examples because uh, I think he has 13 million subscribers on his live stream. And all of those turn well, to his. He's the highest paid podcaster out there. Yes. He, so. Well, Spotify uh, bought him out for several million dollars. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's go on here. All right. Well, in order to be a success at podcasting, you must be persistent because there are currently over 2 million podcasts. Of those 2 million podcasts, 12% only have one episode. 6% have two episodes and 50% have 14 or fewer episodes. And that's when they dive into that pod fade zone. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you some of the reasons that these statistics exist. Uh, they exist primarily because of the podcaster's expectations. Uh, they expected that they were going to do a podcast, the whole world would listen, and then they would get offers of some kind of income source from potential sponsors or uh, prospective uh, uh, networks that would incorporate them. And that didn't happen. That no, doesn't happen. The reality happen. sets in that nobody's going to listen to your podcast at first. Right. And that happens to everyone. Right. Until it's been around for a while, people are not going to discover it. And in addition to that, so there's another part to this, and that is promoting your podcast. Because you can't just put it up, have uh, Anchor FM distributed to the 10 major podcast sites and expect that you don't have any uh, uh, you don't have any marketing backing that up you have to promote your podcast and find every possible way mostly through social media because you don't you don't want to spend a lot of money on marketing you can use social media to promote your podcast and get new listeners so the 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 combination of the frustration of not having the whole world come and listen to your podcast plus the lack of investment in time, effort, and sometimes money in marketing your podcast will get you to this uh, this point of, I mean, 12%. Uh, think of it. I think Shelly said there were 12 million podcasts out there. Two million. Uh, I'm sorry, 2 million podcasts. 12% of those is 120,000 have one episode. 60,000 have two episodes, and half of them have 14 or fewer episodes. Mm -hmm. So they're not really podcasts. Now, there, I also am aware that there are certain podcasts that expected to have a limited life. Um, there's a podcast on how to podcast. And uh, they did 10 episodes, basically. And they knew they were going to, you know, it, it would have made a good book, for example. So they did 10 episodes on how to podcast. It's still out there. It still gets a lot of coverage. But they haven't done anything since then because their primary business is not podcasting. It's helping people to become podcasters, so. So the next slide shows us the definition of pod fade. 
which is what is Podfade? The podcast's creator has suddenly stopped coming up with new episodes without any prior notice. They didn't say, okay, we're only going to do 10 episodes and it's going to be on this topic and here are the episodes and what they're called and then we're going to be done and then we're going to move on to do something else. They didn't say that. They just said, hey, we got a podcast and come on over and listen to us. And then they just kind of faded away. They disappeared without saying that they were going to disappear. They thought they were going to come back and then life happened and they stopped making podcast episodes. Right. And uh, uh, one of the indicators of the fact that they're experiencing pod fade is they miss an episode and then they do an episode and they apologize for missing the episode. And then they do two more episodes or, or they miss two episodes and they apologize for that. And it's this continuation of, uh, I'll do an episode. Suddenly it's once a month, then it's once every three months, and then it's not at all. Now, we have had some of those experiences where we will try and we tell everybody at the beginning about each one of these situations, we're going to try this out. If it doesn't work, we'll give it X number of months. We're going to shut it down. And we do that regularly just to see what's working and what's not. We went from a um, a... Uh, live stream that had nearly 7,000 subscribers and 300 viewers and, uh, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of views every episode down to what we're experiencing right now. But we're so excited about this podcast and it's leading us to a lot of other things besides live streaming and podcasting that will continue. We, you know, we just spent the last couple of days talking about how we're going to make this better, what we're going to do, whether it needs a name change, things like that. But we're we're not at the point where we're going to say, ah, well, I don't need to do this anyway. Because, you know, I, I, I guess I should say this. Uh, between Shelly and I, we don't need to do this. Shelly is comfortable. I'm comfortable. There is... We could, we could walk away from all of this and our lives wouldn't change. Other than we wouldn't see each other uh, three or four times a week, although I think we'd still be doing something, don't you think? I think so. Yeah. So We have too much fun. So, uh, And I think that's part of it. We have so much fun doing this and we enjoy the work so much that it's not hard to, to do this. And for us, uh, where it might be for uh, other people. But uh, that, that pod fading, uh, the pod fading, uh, effort, the, 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 you know, pod fading, which it doesn't need any other, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, adjectives, uh, is, uh, common in the podcasting world. And let's talk about why in the next slide. Okay. So three major causes of pod fade are insufficient time, insufficient content and insufficient preparation. Insufficient time basically is because uh, it takes a lot of time to secure interviews and schedule interviews, set them all up. And then if you don't have any kind of backup uh, for an interview that cancels or, you know, you have an empty space in your calendar, it can set you back. It can, it can mess up your, uh, your flow, your momentum. And so, that time factor has to be considered. Uh, people don't have the time and effort because something comes up in their lives and they no longer have that space to create their podcast. Or maybe they have an insufficient content problem because they've either narrowed in on a topic so much that uh, they can't think of ideas that are uh, within that topic or their topic is so broad 
that uh, they haven't, uh, you know, really honed in on what their topics are going to be. And, and they're having a really hard time coming up with content. Content creation is a skill uh, that takes a lot of practice, something that I've done a lot. Uh, Toby's done a lot with me, but usually I, I come up with a, a, a show every week, right? Um, I listen to a podcast myself and sometimes I'll get an idea. Okay. Oh, Hey, that makes sense. Let me make a podcast on that, you know, or this is going on right now in our lives. So let's talk about that. So it kind of, depends on your topic area um, and how far you're willing to stretch it with us. If we have an interview that week, great. If we don't, we'll talk to each other. Uh, we can make that happen. Some people, they only want to uh, do presentations that are 15 minutes at the most. And some people want to do interviews every week or they don't want to do a show at all. Uh, so that content piece needs to be figured out in advance. And that's your preparation. You need to put a lot of thought into what's your topic? What's your niche? Who are you talking to? Who's your audience? What do they care about? What do they want to hear from you? And how are you going to make that happen? So you need to have a strategy. So uh, uh, all of these go back to what we said uh, early on, and that is the amount of time and effort that's going to be required. I have seen podcasts in which the individual is an expert. The one I'm, I'm not going to mention names. Uh, the individual perceives themselves to be an expert at um, uh, what's that branch of rock music that's that's kind of dark. Um, I can't metal. Remember. It's it's not just metal. It's it's like I don't know. Death anyway, metal. Death death metal. <laughs> there you go. So uh, the individual perceives themselves to be. Uh, an expert in that field and expected that what they were going to do was a podcast that related to their thoughts, their impressions, their perceptions, their uh, things, the things that they've imagined in this field. And so it ended up, uh, uh, it looked to me like a conversation with themselves about this topic without any supporting uh, evidence. Uh, of what they were saying. It was just their, the expression of their opinions. And uh, you can get away with that for one or two uh, podcasts or live streams where you're just expressing your opinions, especially if it's in a specific topic. Now, if you got into uh, po the political angle, for example, you could get a lot of viewers just by being picking picking one side or the other and expressing your opinion. But that's because something's happening every day on the political arena for that, you to talk about. That's the point that I was going to make, right? Yeah. So you don't have to go searching for topics. All you have to do is read the Google, you know, set up your Google News so it talks about an individual or group of individuals, and you'll have the information necessary to do that all, uh, all the day. If you look at uh, Alex Jones, for example, he his show is 50% organized by some producer mm -hmm. and 50% Alex Jones being Alex Jones. Now, mm -hmm. I'm not suggesting everybody do that kind of show. It works for him because of the personality. It also has gotten him in, into uh, legal trouble in certain situations. So at, sooner or later, if you're going to produce a show, there has to be an effort in producing the supporting 
the, the what, whatever supports your content. I, I'm hesitant to use the word evidence because I'm sure Sean Martinez knows uh, the definition of that. But some the the material that supports your uh, whatever you're talking about um, research. Your the re the underlying research necessary to support it. You'll see here in this presentation that we're doing today. This we didn't just make this up. Shelley heard the word in a uh, in a podcast that she was listening to. Uh, they talked about it. We went looking for it, and we found the research, both in terms of numbers and kind of the uh, presentation points that we needed to support it. And what's interesting about these things is we, we've been around long enough that it's easy for us not only to have this supporting material, but explain our experiences in terms of this supporting material. That's why I said at the beginning of all this, when you're ready to do it, I'll, I'll give you, a, I shouldn't involve Shelly on this because it's a freebie, but I'll give you an hour of my time. And in that hour, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I can to tell you, uh, to basically talk you out of it. Uh, because I'm going to tell you what it's going to cost you in time, money, and effort uh, to do that um, as much as you want to do it. And, and uh, you know, the first question I ask uh, each individual who comes to us with that is why? Why do you want to do this? And I don't, you know me, I don't like asking the why question. Uh, but this is one of those times we're going to ask you why. And it's a question that you have to be able to answer. Otherwise, we'll recommend that you don't move any further forward than you are at that point. So time, uh, whether or not you have the time, whether or not you can continue to produce quality content, not just another night's worth of your opinions uh, and whether or not you've prepared for that show because it requires it in order to be successful. Right. And here are four ways you can avoid pod fade. Proper scheduling. Basically, uh, it's a good idea to have uh, the release of a podcast at least once a week. Um, you may want to you know, buffer yourself a little bit and get a month's worth of content uh, in the bank, you know, and then release it, you know, the second month while you're building up content for the third month. The uh, problem with that one is if you have uh, time-sensitive content and, uh, you know, like if you're listening to something from early in the pandemic, you know that it's early in the pandemic, the way they're talking about what's going on in their lives. So it it can, if you're playing that, you know, like six months later, you're like, oh, wait a minute, something's confusing here. So proper scheduling is taking all of that into account and deciding when you have time in your schedule, are you going to have to batch process or are you able to do it? once a week. Um, sufficient content is basically, you can, again, create a calendar full of uh, topic ideas. Um, or you can do what I do and just say, you know, each week we, we come up with another topic because our industry changes and new stuff's coming out all the time. And, you know, there's always going to be something to talk about with uh, podcasting, live streaming, and blogging. Uh, number three, adequate preparation. Uh, this is a lot of thinking about, again, knowing who your audience is, knowing why they're there with you, what they want to hear from you, um, and, then, and then aiming your message at them continuously, staying in alignment with that, uh, the, that theme that you've promised. And then for show production strategy, have a strategy in place that 
takes into account all of these things, the scheduling, the content, the preparation, and uh, the content strategy that we use, of course, is to do it all with live casting. We start with live casting and go from there to the podcast and from there to the blog, um, which is a good way to do it. We uh, we were uh, the subjects of an interview today uh, with a woman. Tell me her podcast again. Zestful I was, Aging. Zestful Aging. Uh, we had interviewed her a couple of weeks ago on, on Methods and Messages. And messages and Methods. Messages and methods. and <laughs> Wow. I know. It's that kind of day, isn't it? Um, not uh, zestfully aging. Zestful, zestfully aging, be, yeah. yeah. It's that headache. I'm still suffering oh. from the drone headache. Drone. <laughs> drone. Um, and she interviewed us, and she had the podcasting equivalent of our StreamYard app. Our StreamYard app enables us to live, uh, live stream. She had an app that was specifically designed for podcasters. I'd have to close. I'll wait till oh, I close the presentation. Cast. What is it? Cast. Cast. No, it's it was called cast. Cast what? Dot something. Well, it was TriCast when you look it up, but TriCast dot... is cast. Oh, okay. Anyway, it was the live streaming equivalent of a podcasting tool that um, enabled us to sign on. There was no visual component. We weren't looking at each other. We were just, uh, she was recording a podcast. It's done all online, edited online and published online. So it's a, you know, uh, I, I was, I hadn't, I hadn't, I wasn't familiar with the tool when we saw it, but it's another tool that we'll incorporate into our strategy because we've had individuals that don't want to be in front of a camera. They just want to do a podcast. And uh, so we want to be able to support that. And this was one of the tools that would enable us to do it. When it comes to content, you should, should look for every opportunity you get to produce content. And I mentioned one to our uh, interviewer today uh, in October, Shelly and I are going to a conference called She Podcasts. And it is intended, it is hosted by women. All the presentations are by women and the majority of the audience are, are women. Now we got a couple of VIP tickets. And so before I made that decision, um, I called them, I contacted them, I didn't call them. And I asked them, look, my partner is a female. We share a, a live stream in a podcast. And I would like to go. And I said, is there going to be any problems? I said, no, you'll be able to go to all the VIP events and everything. Anyway, so one of the things that we're going to do when we're there is there's all these uh, uh, women who are already podcasters. So we're going to try and schedule interviews with them um, so that we can hear what they're doing, how they work, what they've done for marketing, et cetera. And we hope to come out of there with somewhere between 10 and 20 of those interviews now we have enough content that is not time sensitive, right? This is good podcasting information from women who happen to have achieved success in podcasting. And we'll have 10 to 20 episodes and, and the basis for a, a little book on the subject as well. So uh, look for those opportunities. If you're going to be at a conference, as a, matter of fact, as a matter of fact, my interest in podcasting was the result of there was a company, well, actually there were several companies that hired me to help with their trade show marketing back in uh, Washington uh, and New York City. And I'd go there and I started realizing with all these people walking by, why not create what, what was then just the podcast? And um, I did. In one case, they allowed me to set up what looked like a, uh, a studio, a radio station studio with a tower and everything. And I would just interview passersby and we would podcast them to uh, the company's website. That was before this, you know, this was back in the early 2000s. 
But I thought to myself, wow, this is really kind of a cool strategy because of the mobile component of it. And because when you're at a place like this, where you have hundreds, if not thousands, if not tens of thousands, potential subjects at this trade show. And so I made it a point to market that as a tool uh, to my clients that not only would I help them with a trade show, but I would help them market the trade show live from the trade show. So that's where I got my interest in it. So here is, again, our solution to Oops. pod fade is to live cast what live casting can do for you. And that's to live stream and create a podcast at the same time. And what that can do for you is it saves time, helps you to leverage your content, maximize your effort, increase your audience, gain more connections and have more fun. How are you saving time while well, you're accomplishing uh, all your things at once, right? Because you've prepared all of your things in advance, such as your music, your intros, your outros, your, uh, lined up your guest or your presentation and then you just go live uh, with everything and then do it all at once and you're done and there's no editing so save time leverage your content you're uh, not only creating a podcast you are on video and you can have an audience and so you have the video component you have the audio component then you can transcribe the audio so that you have a text component. You can use screen caps for images. So you have all four types of media available to you then to create many different products, many different kinds of posts on all over social media. Uh, so that's leveraging your content. Then you maximize your effort. So one effort, one hour in doing your podcast uh, results in all of this media. Um, and, and then as you gather all of those episodes together and all of that content together, then you can also create other things such as a course or a book or a uh, signature talk or, you know, there's many things you can create from your content. Uh, increase your audience because you're in more than one place. You know, it's, sometimes it's very hard to be found just as a podcast. People don't know you exist, so they're not going to go looking for you, but they may stumble across you on YouTube or they may come across your blog on WordPress uh, because that is going to give you the highest SEO to have all of those different uh, pieces of content out there in all those different places which helps you to increase your audience and gain more connections. Because if you are also are on YouTube and your podcast, you've just doubled your ability to connect. You can connect with other YouTubers and you can connect with other podcasters and you can connect with people who are doing all of it. And it's a lot more fun. So here's the thing about if you stick strictly to podcasting, uh, that is at the best, you're going to have a situation like we had today. And don't get me wrong, I was very impressed with that level of technology. But we recorded a podcast and then it went into the editing bay for all intents and purposes. I don't know whether Barbara, I'm, I'm sorry, um, Nicole. Nicole does her own editing or whether she has somebody do it for her, but it was in there. The, there, there is no, at the moment, there is no record of that conversation. It won't have a record of that conversation until it is published. Think of this though. So here we are live streaming. At the moment, we're live streaming to eight different platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, 
several pages on Facebook, actually, several YouTube channels. And at the end of this conversation, uh, that video will be live and available for people to watch and comment on, right? So it's already out there helping you on, on all these different social media platforms, helping you promote yourself, uh, getting views, uh, even if they listen to it when they're running. In addition to that, once we're finished, Shelly has mentioned this several times, uh, once we're finished here, we download the audio portion of this with mistakes and everything. You know, hesitance, and inter and interrupting each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all there. And we uh, download that and it uploaded immediately to our Anchor FM podcast page. So now we have that. We can start promoting that. Then we have a video that we can download and start taking uh, clips from so that we can put the clips on the shorter, uh, the short form uh, uh, media, social media platforms like TikTok and Instagram. So uh, once you do, once you do this live stream, um, you have uh, all the content you need to leverage that into a broad variety of social media platforms. And and there's a certain amount, you know, Shelley or Lest Bullet there says, have more fun. We we have so much fun doing this. We look forward to it every week. By, by Sunday, I'm texting Shelly and saying, what's our topic for this week? So I can make the slides or the, or the graphics or, or, or the thumbnails for it. I, you know, I get excited every week about what we're going to cover that day. And then when she picks a topic, I'll spend the next couple of days kind of not, not going into in-depth research. I'll uh, plug something. What is Podfade? And sure enough, you'll find articles and uh, other areas of uh, information on Podfade and what people have commented already, and you take that, put it all together, and that becomes part of your presentation. So, uh, part of part of all this is being excited about what you're doing, uh, whether or not you get an audience. We have four viewers today. We'll have, you know, after a week, we'll have maybe, if we're lucky, 50 views. That doesn't. That's not a, a disincentive to us because we love what we're doing. We like getting together. We like talking about these things. We've got a whiteboard, a four by six whiteboard in the kitchen where we just talk about this stuff and, uh, and draw on the whiteboard with plans and uh, things that we think about. So uh, there's a, a certain level of ex excitement associated with this. And, um, and you've got to, if you're ready to do that, you have to be just as excited about doing your show as we are about doing ours. All right. And uh, here's another place that we can send our uh, video, of course, into our own Facebook group. Um, Leveraging Your Content is our Facebook group. We talk about this type of topic in there all the time. And if that's something that you're interested in and you're in your 50s or older, then please check us out on facebook.com slash group slash leveraging your content. Join us there. That's all that we have for slides, but we do want to share with you some examples of some very popular podcasters who do what we do. They live cast. They shoot their live production of their podcast. They put that out on YouTube, Facebook, maybe Twitch or some other places. They multicast it, right? And at the same time, they're creating their podcast, which then they upload and people can listen and download those podcasts uh, from, from a variety of uh, platforms. So it, 
we're going to talk about them because they got really big. Why did they get really big? Because they stuck with it. They were consistent, they were persistent, and they leveraged their content. So here's a really good example. This is the Mile High podcast. They have 336,000 subscribers on YouTube. This particular episode, which was, they cover uh, mysteries. Mile High podcast is deceiving, but because the, between the two of them, they cover mysteries. This mystery was the suspicious death of Rebecca Zahau. And you've got to imagine the kind of research that goes into talking about one of these things because you can't make stuff up. It's even, you know, if you make stuff up, you lose the credibility that you would have if you were covering these mysteries from a fair perspective. But again, uh, they started out as a podcast only. Then they went to YouTube. They got, like I said, 368,000 subscribers on YouTube, and that's helping them to grow their podcast. Now, at some point, you say to yourself, maybe we're not podcasters anymore. We're live streamers because with 368,000 uh, subscribers, they're making a nice little advertising income from YouTube. And sometimes your podcasts don't generate that kind of regular income from, uh, from YouTube. Another good example is your mom's house. And that's uh, Bill Burr that I was talking about. He was a guest on this show. And it's very, I mean, if you look at the studio, it's a very plain studio. They got the, um, microphones. They do uh, bring people in for interviews and things like that. It's called the- your, he's an alien. He's purple. He's purple. Well, he's bad. that's what, see, the effect of bad lighting. It, it makes, <laughs> gives you that purple sickly look. Uh, it's called Your Mom's House Podcast. Um, and they have 244, I'm sorry, 977,000 subscribers. This episode with Bill Burr and others has uh, 244,000 views. Um, this episode went one hour and 52 minutes and uh, 10,000 likes, 10,000 plus likes, 159 dislikes. Now what they may end up doing is they show it live and it's almost two hours long. They may end up editing it down for the podcast. Right. Uh, if there was a bunch of fluff that they decided that they didn't want in there or dead air or anything like that, or something that was a very visual moment, they may take that out of the podcast because people are not able to see, they can only listen. So that's always an option. And uh, if you go to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, you will find your mom's house podcast because that's where they started. They came, these guys all came late uh, to, uh, to live streaming. Um, except Joe Rogan, he had a live stream prior to building a podcast. Then he started uh, transforming it into a podcast, and then Spotify offer him a offered him a boatload of money uh, to uh, turn it into a podcast. But as you scroll through this, you can see in this case it's Kevin Hart. It's a podcasting conversation, headphones, microphones, and, and that's everything. That's another thing that you can think of is that. Um, if you can get celebrities, right? Because you say to a celebrity, I have a podcast, I'd love to interview you. Now, a celebrity may think, how easy is that? I love podcasting because I can just show up in a sweatshirt, put on a headset and just talk. And I don't even have to prepare for that. I don't have to get dressed up. I just, you know, can just show up. And sometimes they don't even have to be in the studio with you. They can just be at home and uh, talking to you from home. Oh, in 
and you get to talk to celebrities, people you really admire, mentors, uh, people who are, you know, have like, for instance, our friend coffee, Dr. Coffee Brown, he gets to talk to other doctors and it gives him a reason to reach out and say, I would love to talk to you about your research on this thing. And he gets to learn more about it. He gets to talk to somebody he uh, finds to be really an expert on the topic. He gets to learn more and uh, the person is happy to do it because they want to spread their message as well. So this is an opportune way to meet celebrities and people that you admire. And, and doing it this way, especially the interview style works directly into the psychology of your normal human being. Uh, normal human beings love talking about themselves. So when you ask them questions that give them the opportunity to talk about themselves, nobody's going to turn you down. Now, it's different if it's a debate. If you uh, go to some of these other programs, it's more of a debate than anything else. But when you're doing these interviews, Joe Rogan, who is a big personality, right? He's a great big personality. Um, he's He's basically sacrificing in some ways his own ego in order to give uh, these other guests the opportunity to share their experiences, their knowledge, um, you know, their words. And he's only on the screen long enough to ask the next question. Now, I've seen Joe's show, and he does a bit of a pre-ramble. His, his questions are always preambled with kind of a lead into the question, but he's good at that. And then he gives it back to uh, Kevin Hart. And anybody who's ever seen Kevin Hart knows that he can talk about a lot of things for a lot of time. And so he makes a great interview subject. This show went two hours. Uh, it's had 9 million views uh, from back in 2020. Uh, Rogan has 10.9 million subscribers on YouTube. Um, he's, you know, he's got an A minus grade on social blade. His subscriber rank is 781 literally out of millions of, uh, YouTube channels. So, uh, he's doing really good. He's the subscribers last 30 days are more than 100,000 subscribers. Daily subscriber average 3.3, uh, thousand. So, um, live casting that goes, uh, a live stream that goes to podcast live casting. Right. So that's our recommendation for uh, people who are thinking about starting a podcast, but are a little worried about pod fade. How am I going to stay with it? What's going to keep me uh, going? And uh, in, in having that strategy in place of how you can do it every week, have it feel fresh, have it feel fun and, have it feel uh, stress-free uh, is is really important in order to continue uh, casting. Uh, again, in 2018, they looked at the statistics of podcasts, how many were out there and how many were active. And it was uh, about 350,000 podcasts in 2018. But of that 350,000 of them, 75% of those podcasts had not made an episode in the last year. Uh, so only 25%, basically 25% of the people who get started on a podcast will stay with it long enough to become successful at it. Uh, and, 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 and that number actually dwindles every day. So you've really got to look at how am I going to stay with it? You know, how am I going to stay with it until I become successful as a podcaster? 
grow an audience, all of that. So have a strategy in place. We recommend a strategy of live casting to save time, money, effort, Mm -hmm. stress, all of it. What else? I don't know. You covered the territory pretty good with that little. uh... Yeah. So if you would like to be on our show so you can get a taste of what it's like to be on a podcast and to maybe even someday have your own, check us out uh, at Our Guest Journey. That's journey.agkmedia.studio. And you can join us on our show on a Wednesday evening, uh, journey.agkmedia.studio. And uh, just go through that little uh, video presentation and fill out the application, uh, which uh, gives us your contact information. Then uh, schedule uh, your interview with us, and we'd love to have you. And if you are not ready for an interview, but you would like to learn more about live streaming and how it can be made easy, uh, then we have this video series for you. And all you have to do is go to agkmedia.studio, and this will pop up. And you'll get to take this very short little course. It's about five short, uh, five short videos, and that uh, lead you through live streaming and how it, how it's done, how you create a live stream and a podcast and a blog all at the same time. That's a good little series too. Yeah, and it's freebies. So, what's better than free? What's better than free is a free thing that makes you money. And this can do that. Voila. Yeah. Well, very good. Okay. All right. All right. What's happening next week? All right. Thank you all for being here tonight to talk about Podfade and how to solve that with live casting. Uh, next week, we will be on vacation. Toby is going to be traveling and I'm going to be uh, in 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 meditation. Um, <laughs> going to be, well, you know, getting ready for, for, for new stuff. New stuff in uh, September, uh, the end of August, September, and then we've got the great uh, uh, vacation in October to uh, so we'll she podcasts online. Online, on sh- we're not having another show until August twenty fifth. Oh, did you did you actually look that up? Wednesday, August twenty fifth. Wednesday, August twenty fifth. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be off for the next two weeks. Please do enjoy all of our previous videos and write to us if you have any questions. Make sure you comment and uh, share the episodes that you enjoy with your family and friends. Good night, Sheila. Good night, Toby.